Terry Evans. Tantalizing oh. kick. Lindsay Collins. Toes down, baby. You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the morning shift. I would like you to get me. I Good morning, good evening, and everything in between. We're back on the Talk To Me Nice Thursday for our morning shifters. we back for our misters and our sisters, yeah. just in case you missed us. Do the dishes. <sighs> How about you know media? Stay blessed. Yeah. Don't stress. We got you covered like a sundress. The number one podcast in Aotearoa. You already know this is the people's show. Welcome to the new media. Take your shoes off at the door. Do the door. Ah, Where's the energy, boys? Come on. Come on, bring that same energy. Didn't even do the intro. Right? Oh, oh shit. Sounds like a little salty in there. Uh, a little bit of tortilla on the table this morning, not going to mm. lie. Not going to lie. That one hurt. Mm-mm. 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 My mouth, my mouth is going to work probably. Mm-mm. Wait, 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 wait. What are you doing? <laughs> Shut up. My tongue be playing up. You know what's worse is like, I, f- I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> wait, don't, don't, just leave it. Oh, you know what? Can I just say, it, it just amazes me how much talent wears blue. <laughs> it just amazes me every single year. This guy, man. <laughs> Like, oh, it must have you won Origin. Oh, that's right. You've won Origin. That's game one, man. We'll be all right. Wow. Kendrick told us, God got us, but we're going to be all right. <laughs> we going to be all right. Thanks, Kendrick. Thanks for keeping these boys lifted. Who was your, uh, your top player from last night, you reckon? Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go ahead and lock in the entire team because we never had <laughs> we never had uh, the best players ever. We never do. We just play better as a team. But, hey. What do I know? <laughs> all right, all right. Congrats, well, man. You know what? I'm not having any more State of O chat till game two. Facts. <laughs> I'm hurting right now. It's I'm hurting. Bad. You know what it is? More importantly, it's uh, Samoan language week. So, yeah, Manui. Manu, I can't even say it. Manui Leve Aso. Lungangana Samoa. Today is uh, it's a Thursday, so it's Aso Tofu. Aso Tofu. Aso Tofu. If we're uh, saying this wrong too, this is part of it, all right? We're, we're giving it a go. We're doing our best. Let's. Sh- don't look at me, Matsuma. Actually, it's me. probably best not to correct them today. Just let them fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going through enough at the moment. <laughs> oh, man. All right, what's on the show today? Uh, I just want to have one thing to tease. And all I want to tease is that if you listen to the earlier shows we had, Matsuma Mark found something in his backyard a little bit earlier. And <laughs> he gave it a go. Uh, don't uh, don't assume you know what it is either. <laughs> he gave it a go. Uh, that's on the show, and that's all we're going to tease today. Uh, we start the show every day, though, with what we call an absolute vibe. And those honours go to me this morning, uh, driving into work, and I thought this was a perfect one. Perfect one to play out. We'll play it from the start. It has a whole bunch of energy. I went with some Kanye this morning. I saw New South all day, baby. We're going to run through game two and game three. No, we ain't talking about it no more. Come on, let's go. Turn up the lights in here, baby. You're making the meals for the kids. 
gonna do it the right way today. Let's get it. Sorry. That's a great, great track. Way to go get us uh, stirred. I remember the time when um, going. Kanye, it was like a little hip-hop blog site used to go on and he like broke the website because he went on it and showed like this song off his laptop and he was just like playing all the lights and like everyone just went crazy. And then he only hit it, he played it uh, after the chorus dropped and he was like, yeah, that's enough of that. And everyone was just like, because that was my Dark Twisted Fantasy act. Uh, yeah, now what known as one of the best hip hop albums ever. This Definitely is one, one of the best, best songs, and he just the blogs were going crazy. There's a producer that talks about it, and he said that he was in there with Kanye as they were making the song, and he was like, "This is nothing. Like, there's absolutely nothing to this." But Kanye talked through it, and it took a long time to make the song, and then he heard the final edit of it and was like oh my god i will never question you ever again that's definitely one of the one of the greater comebacks of an artist eh? like because that was after the taylor swift thing where it interrupted her embarrassed her oh, jumped on stage and everyone was just like don't ever make music again don't come to music award shows again you're done he was like no 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 i got bangers oh man. you wait for the next comeback i got bangers i heard about the or maybe i'll use this in my daily bread oh i'll hold it i heard about kanye and editas and what Ooh. What's going on there? Yeah, I'll hold that for my daily okay. bread. Speaking of daily bread. Oh, let's do it. Daily bread, breaking bread. With, with the, the news of today. today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. Actually, there's a place called Toby's. Uh, Maori owned. They sell fry bread. Oh, raw fish, Toby's. Should, should, we, should we hit them up? Oh, they're good people. Let's hit them up. Oh, Send we might a little be on something here. Have you been to Toby's before, Matul Mark? No, never have. Oh, oh change your life. Really? Really good one out west. Really good one out south. Auckland, sorry. Uh, everyone that's not living in, in Yeah, they Auckland. don't have one in um, Eden Terrace. Nah. Right. <laughs> oh, it'll change your life. Should I go first, speaking of Kanye? Yeah, you go first. Okay, so this Kanye that I read, Jordan came, you know, maybe like a, a, a month ago talking about what's going to happen with Yeezys and all the product that he has. And, mm. and he came out with the anti-Semitic things and, and Adidas had to make a choice and their first thing was okay let's put the bandage on it and we'll, we'll just say we're going separate ways with Kanye and then as you know time goes on they quickly worked out oh truth we got a lot of truth a lot of infantry that is just kind of sitting here and they were left with with two kind of plays one we just burn it all which is around about 500 million but then in profit once they sell it it was around about 1.4 billion so there's a lot of money that they're giving up there. Or the other way is, how do we make some of this money back? So what they, uh, it seems like they are doing is they're gonna try and sell the products, get their money back, and then the profit that they make, they're gonna give to a Jewish charity. And whether people are getting like, but you know, Kanye's still working with you guys, is no, he's contractually, he has a percentage of the money if they ever sell Yeezys. So he's not actually working with them, but for them to make any money and not lose- He's got to get something too. He's got to get something too. So that that's what's happening with Kanye and Yeezy. Can I, um, I could be wrong here, but Jews needing money? That's not, that's <laughs> not. <laughs> Maybe they do, but they're going to be all right. They're they, they going to be all right, dude. They, they already their, are all right, aren't they? What a know. play though. I oh, will just give it to, not just give it to, I think but it we'll was, give it to Jewish charities. Uh, to people affected by the comments that he's made. How that, 
how and who those people are, I'd love to know how they decide. Yeah, without a doubt. But that's what I heard about Kanye and uh, and his deal or what's going on with, with Adidas. That's my daily bread today. Yeah, my daily bread is, uh, this one's been doing the rounds, but just in case you haven't heard it before, this was during a uh, baseball game on ESPN where, uh, unfortunately, it was a black man who was uh, stepping up to the plate to bat, but it was it was a terrible mistake mm. uh, by the announcer. But I'll, I'll let you listen to what he said. We can't turn the black cock black. Uh, oh. We can't turn the Ooh. clock back. I know it's after midnight. We can't turn the clock back and turn it back into the <laughs> mid '80s and put on a Whitey Herzog team. He's right, man. I wish I could. Oh, <laughs> hey, can, can you just play the, the the start of it again, then just turn it off? Sorry, much so We can't turn the black cock black. Uh, we can't turn. <laughs> You do, you know you can sound that guy he knows eh? But you sing to a hole straight away. <sighs> you you announce. Have you ever said anything? Do you know what I will tell you about announcing? It's really hard. I thought you know what I know basketball and uh, I talk a lot. It's an easy transition. It is so hard. You get there and and uh, it's a different world. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Brooke uh, actually announces on Sky Sport for the basketball, right? Yeah. Actually, and we'll move on. This might be a really good point. I, I think it'll be a great opportunity if people give us words or like sayings that I can try and put into the commentary. Oh, do the dishes. Let's push. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll try and get do the dishes. I'm, I'm calling a game on Friday. Oh, uh, spin cycle. <laughs> no. Okay. I think that's a great idea. Let's try because you just got to fill the space, right? That's why it's hard. You just got to keep talking. You got to keep and talking. It's almost and like state the obvious in an entertaining and different way. And you have to have a flow with the person that you're working with. And sometimes you have yeah. it, the other time you don't. Like at basketball realms, if you listen to Casey and Andrew Mulligan, they're very, very good. Not sometimes everyone else, you know, we're still trying to work for that flow. But they you know very what? Uh, there's levels to commentary as well. So people who commentate on radio have to paint the picture. Whereas people who paint, uh, who do their commentating on TV, have to be not be too obvious. So there's like absolute levels to exactly how to commentate in different ways. It's it's so much harder than what people think. That's such a good point because when I started, I would just keep talking and keep talking and keep talking. Everyone's like, bro, shut. To be honest, Sky Sport needs up. to hire Matu Mark and, and and Brooke together. Ah, it's late. Go, you know what? Off. TV commentary is really lazy. That's true. Have you ever thought about it, Mark? I'm just looking that. at you nah, right I'm like, why are you enough. not doing commentary? I'm definitely not smart enough. I, you have to be quick and you have to be creative in the ways that you're explaining it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that. Oh, you, you That's why they get all the former athletes to do it because they're real smart. For a hard out. Have you seen Krug as well? Oi, it's a party. That's what every broadcaster feels like. They feel oh. butt hurt because all of a sudden all the commentary jobs oh, are taken by those. I'd be getting that. I, I swear to God, people be looking at me <laughs> Oh different. my gosh, I just had a light bulb moment. That's why our rugby commentary is so fantastic because all the rugby players are amazing. <laughs> We're kidding, Oi. Shout out to Nisbo, though. Nisbo's the man. Uh, Nisbo didn't play professionally. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's what I mean. Maybe that's, like, yeah. the man. Yeah. that's what I mean. Oh, no, it's an ongoing, it's an ongoing thing. Uh, for my daily bread, I wanted to bring a discussion that is happening around Aotearoa at the moment, and it's around our road signs that need updating or are being updated. Uh, and our mate Nathan Rarere, who was uh, who was on the show last week, mm. um, he had the uh, what's her what's her role at the moment? I think she's a deputy leader, Nicola Willis of uh, Na the National Party, on his show recently, talking about. Um, I guess his feelings when it comes to road signs. Now, there's a lot of pushback by uh, people in, in Aotearoa who aren't keen to see Māori or Te Reo Māori written on the signs because they reckon it can be confusing, it makes them feel isolated and so on. So I found this bit of audio from Nate talking to the uh, Nationals, um, Nicola Willis, who is the, uh, what do you call it, second in line Prime Minister waiting to roll 
Uh, and this was it. The bilingual traffic signs. I, I, I know you talk to people and you've been up and down on the roadshow talking. These people that are so mad about one of the official spoken languages being on signs, what do they lose out of those words being on that sign? What they fear is signage in a language that many New Zealanders don't understand. Actually, fixing up the roads and making them safe should be the first priority. Agree on the potholes, but also they're only replacing old signs. Not, not every sign, so they were probably up for that anyway, you know, up, up for replacement. Well, so why wouldn't you go with this? And I, and I speak with emotion on this because my father had English beaten into him with a cane when he was a kid at school. And there are a lot of families in New Zealand with similar stories with parents and grandparents who had that as well. And they look at something like this and they think, why would you push us back away from that? We do have to recognise, though, for many older New Zealanders, the Māori language is not something they're familiar with. And unless they see translation alongside it, uh, truly bilingual signage that is easy for them to interpret, uh, then it can be alienating. So there is definitely a place for te reo Māori, but we just need to make sure that that's done in a way that's safe uh, and legible for all. So that's the conversation that's happening on the radio stations at the moment. Are we allowed to talk about it? Yeah, we can. We can oh. totally talk about it. How do we feel about it? Because I think it's a, it's important to have both sides of the story and and definitely different emotions coming through. There's plenty of plenty of places for people who are against it, like big radio stations who jump on the line. And, oh, this is outrageous. We all speak English. I'll crash if I if I have a sign in today uh, in front of me. That side is well covered by all the current talkback stations. So what do we feel? It's very interesting, eh? Because in in this in this particular one, and uh, I'll probably get some backlash for having an opinion like this, but in this one particular case that I, that we're talking about, what the lady's trying to communicate, I don't feel is necessarily outside of what I agree with in terms of the resources that are needed to make this move, which is what we're talking about here, will need to be bilingual will need to be both. I, I get that. I get that. If you're going to have a Māori name, um, what would be helpful would be to also have its English name next to it because people don't know where they're going. Like, what happens when we go to parts and we've never been in New Zealand? I agree with you too. And I also was watching the news last night and uh, I was sitting in the same place as you and then it almost felt personal because I, I, I watched one person say, uh, we speak English, they speak English. We don't need to do anything else. And then I was like, okay, we're at that point where... Well, oh, okay, that's it. Like, we're just not even going to try. We're not even going to make any effort. That was the part where I was like, okay, no, we, I, I'm for it. I think it does need to be bilingual. I'm ex uh, I completely agree. Especially if you want to keep safety at the paramount once again. You think about uh, tourists who come in and their second language is English. If they don't have that, then what are they going to do? Like, our, our safety is important as well. Yeah, have we got that wrong? Because I feel like that, those are two separate things. I agree with Brooke. Is, yeah. that what, is that what the national MP was basically saying would need to happen? Now, national were um, well. The national party's transport minister is Simeon Brown, and probably um, a more poignant thing would be playing a clip from uh, him talking about what he was trying to get across. What I was saying there is it's really important that people can quickly understand um, those signages that are travelling at speed, particularly on motorways or expressways. Um, and, you know, the vast majority of New Zealanders uh, speak English. And it's really important that those uh, signs are quickly understandable. So that was the point I was making. So the point there is we need to make sure that people who come to New Zealand as well uh, can understand what's being said on the sign. And it's critically important we get the balance right. So, is that, so does that not have the balance right for you? And actually, the most important thing here is that actually this whole conversation... And sorry, can you just ask the question, does that sign not have the balance right for you? What we should be focused on is fixing our roads 
uh, and fixing our potholes. This government's focused on changing. That's actually, that's actually not the question, though. Looking at the sign, Simeon, does that balance not right for you? I can read it. Absolutely can read it. But the point here is we need to get back to fixing our roads. This government wants to change the signage the rather than get on. Get changed rather than get, getting replaced. Well, there's, there's a whole lot of officials at NZTA spending huge amounts of taxpayers' money focusing on changing signage rather than focusing... What's happening is they need to be replaced. Well, there's a huge amount of staff. A there's a huge amount of staff at NZTA running a consultation process, going out there and talking with people, designing new signs. This is a waste of time and a waste of money when what they should be doing is focused on fixing potholes on our roads. OK. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I do agree with fixing the roads. It's just... Uh, it's, we all, yeah. What's but your also, thoughts on that, Mark? Yeah. I, <clears throat> I get that we... that it's a scary proposition to bring more to rail in if you have no idea what it says and it feels like you're being shoved out. I think the French don't give a shit whether you speak English or not. They have French on their signs. When you know how to get places, you just work it out. When I, when I think of uh, what Nate said in his piece where he was talking about how it was beaten out of them and English was made to be the language and Māori was almost you know completely crushed out and here's a chance now for uh, you know us to... True. engage in and, and and enhance and show who we actually are because we are all actually Māori. Every one of us, there's Māori in us, there's a Māori around us, that's who we are as a country. This is a great chance to show that. And instead we're getting this this rhetoric that, uh, and they play politics where we're changing around a bit. Oh, nah, you know, they should be, uh, you know, that needs to be safe for our people. And then it moves to, oh, actually, and it also needs to be safe for the people who uh, come yeah, to yeah, our country. Nah, oh, right, actually, right. actually, we should be spending that money on potholes. It just keeps on changing, it's and what they're trying the to do, keep shifting. they keep shifting, mm. and it's just sirening. Yeah, and to Nate's point too, I know someone who, he, he's Māori, and his, his name is a, a strong Māori name, and he didn't want to name his daughter a Māori name too because he felt like he was embarrassed and people didn't know how to say his name. So he literally called her a, a quote-unquote Catholic white name. Mm. Hey, you know, and the cool thing is, if it's in Māori, you'll learn to say it in sure. Māori as well. You'll sure. just learn. You'll just come along for the journey. I get that you're scared to begin with, but come on, man. Don't be fucking mad. Yeah, you're right. You're well, right. Great daily bread. Great, great daily, daily bread. bread. All right, that is our daily bread. Breaking bread with, with the, the news, news of today. today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. This is The Morning Shift. Yes, it is. Good morning, guys. Now, I read this article about Air New Zealand. And, <laughs> uh, well, first of all, actually, I'm a, I, I want to start by saying I'm, I'm team Air New Zealand. Like, first thing, if I'm trying to fly, I'll be like, okay, oh, what's Air New guys. Zealand doing? Then, uh, <laughs> nah, I think you're going out there, my boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, Some uh, of my favourite people are in, from in New Zealand. <laughs> are you Christopher Luxon, my boy? I'm Koru. Hey. <laughs> I'm Koru. Like, I'm that, I'm that little, you know what I'm saying? I'm right? Paru. I'm team, <laughs> I'm I'm team I Air New Zealand. But I, I do think that this could cause some problems for you guys. You, you might be in a little bit of strife with this one. I uh, read this article yesterday talking about Air New Zealand and what they're about to do. Air New Zealand in Auckland, uh, over the space of about five weeks, uh, going to start weighing their customers. That's, that's ruthless. It's a sticky place to be. Should we go around and say our weight now? Why am I the one who feels like I'll be the most embarrassed? <laughs> <laughs> well, are you 84? 86. <laughs> wow. 86, bro. Bro, and so I try. Mark, 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 Mark. I try, man. Hey, I try to put on weight. You need to stay at that buffet a little bit longer, mama. Man, I know. How tall are you? 6'2 6'2 and 86 <laughs> kids I've been skinny since day dot It's tough man <laughs> Hey since we've been vulnerable Come That's on a good thing. Come a good on thing. you two uh, Last time I weighed myself A couple of weeks ago I was, I was 124 No you wasn't Yeah I was 124 
And what are you now? Uh, I heard 123. <laughs> 0.8. Nah. You've been working hard. Matsumaka, are you over 100? Yeah, I'm 116. Oh, that's nice. 116 keg. Hey. Hey, anyway, as you were saying. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. We got carried away there. Uh, so in New Zealand are about to start, you know, weighing their customers and, and they're saying they're doing it to update a few things, update the records. But the main thing is to update the average weight that they have. So the average weight is a big part of flying because you have to make sure that everyone's safe. That's why they're like, no, you can't move seats even if there are spare seats over there because we've balanced the plane out. So they're doing that. I would imagine that they already have this information. That's why do you why do you imagine that? Because what have we been flying on before? Well, we got, we made it this far. So they would have bag, gone. But it's bag weight information. Yeah. And no, they would have gone also. They would have gone on uh, traditional weights uh, of New Zealanders a while back. But I I would say with uh, without doubt that now you think people are bigger. You think their weight's gone up a little bit? Uh, a lot. I wonder also if finding this. I don't know the answer to this, but if they make the seats bigger or smaller. If that has any impact or any play, mm. I don't, I don't I know where we're going with this, but mate, I think we should go back to the path we were, we were going. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I got sidetracked. I, I thought immediately, okay, that, that's a great thing and things do need to be updated, but what else out there really needs to be updated? My, my first initial thought, and if you saw socials, was the scanners, the, the kiosks. Like, my God, bro. People people message, I saw the, our, our group, they said, what do you mean? Because I actually, I actually saw it too, Brooke, and I don't know what you mean. Like you know what's think wrong they need a, so you know when you go to the self-service kiosk yes. and you scan your items, yes. every like third item, it has no idea what it is. And you oh. have to get the person over. And, oh, and goodness goodness sake, when you go and put it in and it says, uh, you know, you put it in the Ooh. bag and it doesn't weigh out properly and it's like you put the wrong thing in, take it back out and try again. And Man. it just keeps on messing up. I and need to go to your person. kiosk because my ones are working perfectly. <laughs> I'm, I'm paying that full every price, time, my boy. Every time that lady has to come back over and, and, and put the four-digit code in and then we can keep on moving and she comes back in another four minutes, I'm like, that's the one I think we need to update. And combined with that, that lady is usually the person who also gives you approval in the, uh, the non-self-service aisles for your alcohol buying. So they take up more time. You're waiting there for the, the wine bottle to get... Oh, such a good point, Mark. <sighs> so that's what I think needs to be updated. But as, as we did, we chucked it out to the shifters and they always, they always deliver. Wins music playlist while you wait on the phone. Wins music playlist. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder... I, I heard they're playing generic music. I wonder what it is. I would love to There'll know. some big weights on there, eh? Mm. Some big weights. <laughs> some waiting times? <laughs> the old lift music. It's not all School of the uniforms, lights. itchy jumpers are not the one. Right. Well done. That's a good they one. Weren't, they weren't the one in... Surely they weren't the one when I was at school. That was a long time ago. You would have had itchy jumpers too, my Itchy right? is all hell. Mm. When, like, they, when it rained? Like, come on. Oh. Bro, and then it smells? Remember that damn Even worse, smell? Mm. When you've just played rugby or something, uh, uh, like, you know, at, at, at uh, school lunch. And then Smelly. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh. It was the worst when you had assembly after, so you had to put it. You had no yes. choice. You had to put it, it back on. It must be how long they can last. They, they're just very durable, but we need to update those. You do be getting them in four form and using them in seventh form. Mm -hmm. Fam need an update on teachers' pay because I'm sick of my own kids at home. <laughs> <laughs> we with you. Do, do we? Do, do teachers need to get paid more? I I, I believe so. Yes, I believe so too. What's <laughs> Mark? McDonald's ice cream machines, for God's sake! McDonald's what? ice cream oh, machines. Oh, McDonald's! I was like, what is that? Yeah, you're. They're right. always broken. Every time. Get, uh, but you know what? I would love to start like a little little ice cream McDonald's revolution where like we basically all decide 
as a collective of people who visit McDonald's, hopefully in moderation, which I don't think it, that's, that's the case, but anyway, where to send a message to McDonald's to do better at fixing their ice cream machine, because what I heard is that it actually takes too long to clean. Heard that too. And so really staff, it's one of those ones where someone else didn't do it, I'm not going to do it, CBS. we'll just close it down, sort of in-house kind of agreement. People, It's now become a thing that people kind of, we're all just willing to accept. So imagine, so imagine if we started some sort of mini revolution where we said, well, none of us are going to visit McDonald's on Thursdays or Wednesdays to send a message to your profit margins that you need to get better systems <laughs> in your McDonald's because the ice cream machine should be available at any time we want an ice cream. Oh my goodness, Jordan, I'll jump on board with that one. You want us to hustle, Ronald? Do you, sh- should we start this? I think. Should we see if we can make such a dent in the profit of McDonald's? Of that they say, you know what, the people have spoken, we will do better by you. <laughs> We've put better processes in for cleaning for our staff, giving our time for our staff to clean the ice cream machine. Come on, guys. What, what day would it be? No, everyone wants ice cream machine, no one wants to do the dishes. Boom. Thursdays, we're no longer going to McDonald's, guys. There you go. No, 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 no. because it can't be a Saturday. Let's go early in the week. It'll still make a dent, but like, <laughs> let's, go, like, let's, go tu- let's go Tuesdays. Like a Monday, Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday it is. And wait, anyone that's going through the drive-through, you just we'll just stand outside them and scowl nah, at them nah. and like, oh yes. Oh, you got a McFlurry? Let's oh. go Mondays. McDonald's Monday. McDonald's no visit Mondays. <laughs> that'll learn them to clean their ice cream machines. Yeah, suppose. that'll teach them. Where you used to work needs an update. <laughs> oh wow, that penny just dropped. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, no, 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 no. I'm not going there today. It's not my. A energy. lot of your guys' stank breath needs to be updated. Mm. And B.O. stink breath. Why is it so hard to tell someone, eh? It's like a personal attack. It feels, it feels deeper. Oh, it's a group attack for the person that it is. I just realised I didn't brush my teeth this morning. Sorry, I didn't boys. either, sorry. Oh. Yeah, but the fact that you're like aware of it, that's that's huge. That's a big one, huh? Yeah, you're right. I did mouthwash before I had my coffee, but then I didn't wash my teeth after. You're, but you're sorry. aware of it, you know, you're doing stuff. Damn Look at us. We're, we're bad, but we're good. Hmm. All right. I'd also like to add one. Mm-hmm. I think it's about time we updated clothing sizes. Oh. I'm just saying, like, if they're updating their weight at Air New Zealand, I'm sure I'm not a 3XL. Like, I feel like if we just bumped you're everything up. You're a 2XL, bro. No, you're an XL, my boy. You're a 2XL. That's what I feel like I should be an XL. But oh. it needs to sit there. Like, I just need to move that XL up to the 2 slash 3XL space. <laughs> so you don't feel as bad. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Oi, that's good. Okay, we'll change the the sizings. I found I found a, a, an old New Zealand law that. Oh, here we go. Uh, this is what Jordan does that, in his spare time. That may need an update. Old law books. So apparently, back in the day, in public, if a pregnant woman needed to go mims, and there was no bathroom around, it was law that she was allowed to to uh, use a policeman's helmet. Yarn. It's not a yarn. Yarn. It's not a yarn, bro. Really? Yeah. That's like the old the, helmets, the, the old the police helmets. No. It was seen as like a, like, I don't know, as a, as a courtesy or something, but they were allowed to ask a, a policeman and they were allowed to mims in the helmet. Hey, my boy, I got to go. Let me use. Is that still law at the moment? Yes. And it needs to be updated. I don't think to it the needs hats. to be updated. The hats, the, uh, the little cheese the cutters. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think The mimmy's going to have to be a little bit. But shorter, right? Because they're sh- they had to be shorter. <laughs> it used to be like the big, you know, police hats, like the round ones. But now they're like just clear the gap at the top. 
I love those crazy old laws that are still in play. Like if you look deep and darkly into the into the laws in New Zealand, there'd be hey some man, don't quote me on it, but I think, but it's, but it might be a yarn, but I don't think so. Oh, it might be time for an update on that. All right, guys. <laughs> in New Zealand, just a heads up, guys. If you if you're catching a flight in Auckland over the next little while, uh, just 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 stay on your toes. Maybe don't have their McDonald's before you jump on the flight. Yoda. love you guys. Not on Monday. No no, <laughs> no McDonald's on Monday, Fano. Fix the bloody ice cream machines. This is. The Morning Shift. <laughs> Around about a m- two months ago, a month, maybe six weeks, let's just go six weeks. Uh, you may remember on the podcast, I informed everybody that I had come across some naturally growing psilocybin mushrooms in my backyard allegedly AKA magic magic mushrooms and I thought you know I thought to myself well because it was it was priest who actually alarmed me to it he was very protective of a certain patch in the garden priest, priest is your dog. dog priest is my dog <laughs> my dog he's got that dog in him so um, I did get somebody to come around and identify them and I may or may not have no I did I, I, <laughs> I tried one oh you dabbled I tried a couple, and I had the most crazy experience on these. Now, I have to quickly warn people that it, it's very irresponsible to just go off and find a mushroom and start chewing on it, because there's a highly likelihood that it's not a magic mushroom, and you will either paralyze yourself, go blind, deaf, or do you not kill do yourself. It. Don't do it. Matsu Marks from Gizzy say he built different. <laughs> Got that dog in him. Anyways, uh, long story short. <laughs> I can't believe you're telling this story. I, I cannot, like, I can't describe, like, I, look. Alcohol, drugs, all those kinds of things, I know I've done a lot of, and I've tried a lot of things, and I've wanted to because I've always thought to myself, how can I be an example, or how could I say to my kids or relate to anyone, anyone else? In the past, you did. Uh, yeah, I thought to myself, well, you know, I want to try this, I want to make sure that I know what it's about and be a part of it, and da da da. So I'm quite comfortable in saying this. It was strange to have something that had such an effect come from my backyard. Mm. Very, very strange. Usually it's coming from a whole different country or continent, but, or, you know what I mean? You know what I'm yeah, trying Corona's. to say? Yeah, Anyways, during this uh, experiment, it took me to a really, really, really deep place. And all I can explain it is, it's like a Rolodex in your brain that it started to tick through a whole lot of things and bringing up memories and thoughts that I'd never had or I hadn't had in so long. And it was a really spiritual kind of moment for me. It took me to a place that I'd not been. And it's a grown up, trust me. You know, it's not a a party thing. It's not a, you know, let's do this and and then go out into town. No, 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 no. This was like a grown ups moment. And I sat in that moment and went through a whole lot of different things as I was saying, like a Rolodex. And if I didn't like what I was into, I just flicked a Rolodex and I'd bring up another topic in my life or a subject that had, that had happened. But one of the most amazing moments that stopped me was a name that came out of nowhere. And this is a name that I hadn't heard in maybe 35 years. It was the name Peter Finden. Wow. Buzzy. I rang my mum and I told her, my mum and and said to hey I had this experience this came out of nowhere absolutely nowhere like I was just sitting there but I had this insane feeling of warmth 
and uh, and this insane feeling of thankfulness and and just like this feeling of safety when that name popped up. So you so just so people realize, like you hadn't thought of this name before again for a no, very long. How many years? Thirty five years would have been the last You've time. You've never thought of that name. Never thought of the name. Wow. Oh my. So I rang my mum and I asked her like what like what why what. The name Peter Finden, talk to me about that. What is that name? And that was the name of the person who looked after us as kids as a SIFS worker. So he was our SIFS worker for me and my brother and my sister. Oh, no way. And his name came up and it was was associated with this real warmth and this beautiful feeling and real thankful feeling. And I thought to myself, man, that's so crazy. I haven't heard this name or thought of this name or talked to anyone about this name for so long. But I have this real feeling of thank, thanks to that person because they helped me with my start in life. Like they were this person who went the extra mile in their job to make sure that, you know, I was going to get a good start in life. Wow. Holy Rick. You're a really deep thinker. Have you thought about it a little bit longer and be like, why him now in this moment? Well, I did talk. I, I, like I said, I talked to my mum and that was another person whose name was you know, associated with warmth in this moment for me. And it was this feeling of, you know, what, what, thankfulness and a, and a chance to really let them know how important they were in rooting me to the ground mm. so that I could travel upwards uh, for the rest of my life. I, I remember uh, oh, so cool. when you spoke about it too, like, oh, sorry, and actually just you talking about that, reflecting, like people, you have said that you are, have been adopted and mm. you, people haven't heard your whole adoption story, which is just an absolute movie in itself. We'll get, we'll get there one day. But just um, like, what an amazing man to like find an amazing safe home that you realise like they're actually having a, like the parents that he set you up with gave you an absolute start to life. Like becoming the dad you are for Ava, becoming the man you are for all the people around you that love you like and then to have that name pop up and just remember it holy moly bro Boy, 35 years 35 years and it made me think this is a chance for me to reach out to him I've already reached out to my mum and, mm. and thanked her for the, and she was like what are you talking about <laughs> I was like trust me trust me Like, I just want to thank you and dad for, uh, for allowing me to feel unconditional love mm. and therefore be able to move forward in my life and in my world to, to get to where I was. But this Peter Finnan guy, I have never, ever reached out to thank him. And I think that's something that we all have in our lives, right? There are people who have done things for us in our lives that we just haven't thanked. And I want to know the reason why. For me, Peter Finden, that name, it lived subconsciously in the back of my head mm. but now it's been brought forward I do get a chance to thank him for helping me become the man that I am today and I want you guys I'm not going to give you any mushrooms you don't need them but I want <laughs> you guys to try and identify some really strong role models in your life and work out whether you've thanked them and have that chance too wow this show is about Peter Finnan today but I love that you're setting it up I'd love to hear people's stories. So powerful, eh? Like going back and like the concept of honor, like really honoring people that have like put you in a space that you couldn't otherwise have got to just yourself and then kind of like realizing that, mm. like a really powerful thing. And like, man, I love that. I love that so much. So, sorry, I kind of stopped there and went into my own. Like, who, for me personally, who's that? You know, who should, who should I say thank you to? 
And you're right. Why did I not? Because we talked about something last week or two weeks ago with like, uh, you know, protecting our kids and, and so on and so forth. And I had a father figure in my life who actually texted me. Oh, wow. And was like, hey, like, I'm, I'm so proud of you. And, uh, you know, everything that you've become and, and great dad and blah, blah, blah. And then even still in that moment, like, I, I didn't take the time to be like, hey, I said thank you, but I didn't go into it. Like, I thank you for... Uh, welcoming me into your home with your kids and making me one of your kids and and looking after me and teaching me things. You're an egg. And making, yeah, like I said, thank you, but I didn't say thank you. Mm. Think of it well, this you way. Don't, you don't realize, right? Totally. Until now. Yeah. Think of it this way too, Brooke. If you put the shoe on the other foot and he knows, he knows. If you stopped down in a situation and just said, man, can we just, I just really need to tell you how important what you did for me was to getting me where I am today. Imagine how he would feel hearing those words out of your mouth. And I think that's the key for anyone who's listening now. Yeah. To be able to put, put the shoe on the other foot and just imagine how uplifting that will be when you tell them just how important they are in your journey. Mm. This is bloody beautiful. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to get Look beautiful where it started. like this. To be honest, I thought we were going to have a shroom story. <laughs> I was just like fully keen to have a laugh. <laughs> Oh. What are the parallels of life though Going all the way back to Peter mm. like Peter set you up for this life that you have Imagine if you went to a different family You wouldn't be here today I, I think about silly things like this right and, and, and sorry to go on about this But if you no. think about your everyday job Your everyday job And some days you just don't feel like doing it Sometimes you just like can't be bothered turning up If he had been on one of those days If he'd have been and gone You know what Stop these, a car. Yeah, It's too hard It's too hard Just, Just move on I would never be able to be where I am today. Oh dear God, my! You did. Uh, I want to share mine, but I want to cry, so I'm not going to share mine. I might share mine if we uh, ask uh, um, the shifters. I don't want to cry, but it's it's beautiful. This is me. I don't know how to end it. <laughs> I think we're looking at you like the. Uh, no, 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 no. But we can hold it. But that, that that's what you've also set this up for, eh, Matsu Mike? Because yeah. as our shifters, maybe in another show soon. Yeah, I reckon so. I reckon we could open up and and, and uh, allow people to maybe thank that person and tell us why they meant so much. Beautiful, Martel Mark. Hey, that's how you got to wrap up a show. Woo! That's how you do a okay. show for a Thursday. Okay. Holy. Playing my heartstrings. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with a very special guest, actually. I'm excited for tomorrow's guest on the show. Well, who is our guest tomorrow? Oh, none other than your sister. <laughs> Caitlin is going to be joining us on the show, who has an amazing story. But I think one thing that we, we can also get is is the other side of Jordan. What's yeah. it like growing oh, up with Jordan? Yeah. What's it like yeah. having him as a the big brother? For those, for those who don't know, she uh, has a lot of followers on TikTok, but she's uh, also uh, a dual... Uh, national rugby and league player. Hey, she's well. amazing. She's yeah. So she's going to be joining us on the show. Matua Mark, that was amazing. I hope you guys have a Good great man. day. We love y'all. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. This is the shift. The shift. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. The morning shift. I'm going to make him an awful game with you. The shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is the shift. Got it. Okay. I'm like the burger.